Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, first ever Two Bagger Podcast. My name is Trace Mann. I will be one of your co-hosts here. Uh, the Two Bagger Podcast is an affiliate of Crown Sports Media. Uh, you can find that on Twitter, at Crown Sports uh, M-E-D. Uh, Crown Sports is just a little thing that uh, myself and a bunch of my other friends from high school and college decided to start because we love sports, we love talking about them, and we want to hear you guys' opinions on uh, what we have to say as well. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Noah Murley. Uh, how's it going, my man? What's up, boy? <laughs> how's Noah, it going? Noah's a uh, fifth-year senior at Case Western University. He just graduated uh, as an undergrad from there after playing four years of baseball. And uh, that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about here today. Uh, the two-bagger pod is uh, most specifically going to be a baseball podcast. We might dabble in a couple other sports. But uh, we know you guys are here for uh, talk about the, the diamond. So uh, let's get right to it, Noah. So we thought we'd start you guys out with some winners and losers, in our opinion, of uh, the current 2020 shortened season. Uh, you got any winners for us, Noah? Yeah, so winners, I mean, everyone thought before the season started that the Rays weren't going to be that great. But little, little to know that they are at the top of the division. They're playing really well. Um, the Yankees, the Yankees aren't doing anything. I mean, the Rays are yeah. just playing well. Yeah, we'll get to the Yankees here in a second. But hey, man, you said no one thought about putting them there, but uh, we did. We hit that uh, <laughs> little future for the Rays to win the division. Oh, yeah. I think at like plus two seventy. So uh, not looking bad. Five and a half games up. They got a lot of good talent on that team. And Austin Meadows isn't even playing that well. Uh, but so if he gets going, they're going to take a commanding lead. It's going to be pretty sweet. Um, one of my winners this year is definitely Yoannis Cespedes. Yoannis Cespedes yes, yes. doesn't have to play another game for the Mets. <laughs> and uh, neither is Marcus Stroman. And he might even be a bigger winner here because yeah, just... he, he got traded, had a nice little payday for this season, and uh, played like one extra day so he can go as a free agent next year. And make a fuck ton of money, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where Stro goes. Um, <laughs> any other winners for us, Noah? Um, I'd say Fernando Tatis. Oh Padres. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's. I mean, what happened with that three zero pitch? Was that a few weeks ago? I mean, that's just like swag in its <laughs> of itself. I mean, he just like it was a little oppo action too, wasn't it? He said, fuck the unwritten rules of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Just, no, I don't think... Oh, yeah. He... First off, who cares if he does no. that? Yeah. Like, like, did you hear anyone complaining about that other than the two managers of the teams? Yeah, I mean, it's like, I think a bunch of pitchers on Twitter, like, I think uh, Trevor Bauer came out and he's like, just keep playing <laughs> your game, you know? Yeah, it's like, come on, you know? Yeah. Like... Pretty much just all the old people and that are upset about this. And, dude, like, baseball is in a, I feel like, a decent spot with the amount of young talent they have. But, dude, the old guys just keep messing it up. People start talking about these unwritten rules of baseball. Like, yeah. da, da, and, like, every, it just turns people off from the sport of baseball. It's already a declining yeah. sport. But I mean, I, I, I was saying today with my buddy that um, today it's, like, I saw some stat about stolen bases. It's crazy that, like, today's game, that no one's, like, stealing bases anymore. I think it's, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
Dude, I feel like it's because they just hit doubles and home runs all the time. Like, there's so many players now that hit more, uh, like, extra base hits than singles. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, it's like, is stealing a base, like, how worth it no. is it anymore? It's not It's not worth it with getting hurt and everything. I mean, I remember when Bryce Harper came into the league. I mean, he was stealing bases left and right, and then a season went by, and he was just done. Yeah, Mike Trout, I think, had – he either had, like, 39, maybe 40 stolen bases. In a season, he barely steals 20 bags, if that now. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't – see, I don't really think – It's just, like, it's the, you know, the new game of baseball and the old game of baseball. And I mean, like, like, at Case Western, did you guys – did you guys steal a lot? Uh, yeah, a decent amount. But, I mean, that's D3 baseball, and <laughs> you guys don't know that there's some pretty shitty teams out there. Yeah, a lot of good athletes, though, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be the first to tell you. Um, yeah, man. The other thing with stealing bases being like a lost art in the game itself is that no one plays small ball anymore. No one fucking bunts, dude. Who wants to – Who first off, who wants to sit there and watch a player like bunt the guy over from second to third? The only time you I would like consider bunting now in the MLB is during extra innings – because you start with a man on second. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost more valuable trying to get your guy to yeah, to um, knock him in. A but, lot of players have – well, some of these players have, like, big egos, and I feel like a lot of yeah. them are, like – you know what I mean? They're just, like, not bunting because – I mean, it is – it's kind of demoralizing, low-key. <laughs> I mean – Dude, absolutely. Who the fuck yeah. in the MLB wants to be, like – yeah, dude, I'm going to lay down a bunt, unless you're like Billy Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Speaking so, I mean, of Billy Hamilton, let's get to our losers. And there's a lot of losers of the shortened season, but the fucking Cincinnati Reds. God. So that's... Just, for, uh, just for a little preference here, um, Noah and I are from Cincinnati, and we are huge Cincinnati Reds fans. We have been to, I mean, at least like 30 oh, games yeah. together. Uh, Noah's been to well over 100 in his lifetime. Yeah. Um, but, man, the Reds are losing on all different uh, types of – or in all different types I mean, of ways. I mean, first off, you're like five games under 500, and you just spent like almost $45 million in the offseason on like big-time free agents, if that includes Wade Miley, who like barely even yeah. pitches. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, early in the season it was like the bullpen. Now it's just like I don't know. It's just like their bullpen's gotten better, but it's just like a combination of like everything. I, mean, I guess you can say that. Rysel just, just blew little, that game against the Pirates yeah. like two days ago. But dude, you know what the biggest problem I think is? Their manager is an idiot. Yeah. David Bell is the well, I guess he's the secondary loser in the Cincinnati Reds. We'll get to the primary in a second, but. David Bell, man, he cannot make up his mind. The Reds send guys up and down all, like, every week. And granted, that might be the uh, more of the GM's call. But you know damn well if those guys are coming up to the lineup, they're playing. Because for some reason, the Reds play with a 70-man roster. What do you yeah. think about that? I mean, I like, as a baseball player, it's like you've, you've established. Some of these guys, like, they've established themselves and, like, they can, like, He's just got a such short short leash on everybody, and it's, like, really annoying because 
as you guys know, you guys probably played baseball. It's just, it takes a while to get going. And he's got huge bench. He's just throwing guys in there left and right. And it's like, dude, like, just let some of these guys who you know are going to produce, produce. Yeah. I know Matt, it's a short season, but, you know. Yeah, like, like Aeneas Suarez hit you 49 bombs last year. Like, yeah. he's hitting sub 200 until <laughs> two days ago. And you just, you're never going to take that guy out on him. And he doesn't, and he moves him around. That's fine. But we just DFA'd Matt Davidson, who was hitting four-hole for us in multiple games. Like, he was our open. He started on opening day. A guy who, like, didn't play for anyone and is now, like, now he's DFA'd, but it's like somehow he was our cleanup hitter for a little bit. I don't know. The Reds are just, I don't know. They're just not getting it done. They're just not getting it done. Yeah, we've been fans for so long, and if any Reds fans are out there listening, they know the pain. <laughs> yeah, but so we talked about Dave Belby and the secondary loser. Who's our primary loser of the Cincinnati our Reds? Our primary loser <laughs> is Tom Brenneman. <laughs> Good old Tom, dude. Uh, yeah, Tom Brenneman, not, not the best move by him. No, um, I mean, I know it was, you know, off script or whatever, but still, it's just like, come on, dude, what are you doing? I mean, he literally goes, so he says what he says, and then two seconds later, he goes, "Welcome to Reds Live, everybody!" And here's the here's the pregame show. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like, then his dude. his apology was, I mean, oh my god, yeah, his yeah. apology was top notch. Yeah, he he left in what like the fifth inning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I still think he's like he's a really good announcer. I mean. Oh, I hate just, him. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. He's he's good. He, like he he deserves to like announce games. So I mean, the we'll thing see. is, the thing is, like, are people gonna forgive him or whoever hires him on? Like, are they gonna be a little sketched out by it? You know, maybe my guess would be he's for sure done with the Cincinnati Reds, but we'll find out possibly soon enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, the Reds definitely a huge loser of the 2020 season so far. Let's see if they can turn around. Um, I have absolutely no faith left in them right now. I think they're done, but we'll find out. Um, aside from the Reds, uh, what other losers we got now? Um, big time loser is Jose Altuve. Um, <laughs> last, last year he was balling out, you know, World Series, you know, bad 300. He had um, he had 31 bombs. He was just driving in runs. Um <laughs> This season, everyone's throwing at him because they hate him because he, <laughs> he cheated. You know, he's just. I can't but, believe um, he, they can actually hit him. <laughs> so I know. I think small. that. I think that this COVID, like, you know, this short COVID season, it's kind of like taken away from the hatred for the Astros, which kind of annoys me because you know everything's kind of weird, janky, and but Jose Altuve, he's just been. He's just been trash. He's got 224 right now. He's he's only got three bombs. Um, yeah, man. I mean, that microphone underneath his uh, undershirt really helps, I've heard. You know, knowing the pitches seems to <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, play into a successful baseball. I mean, I was – someone's always asked me. They're like, would you rather, you know, bulk up, get steroids, stuff like that, or, um, you know, know the pitch before it's coming. And it's like – Definitely know the pitch before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's a much bigger advantage than just beefing up on roids. Yeah, dude. 
speaking of your Astros point, the hatred definitely fell through the cracks. Yep. I mean, right now we would have Jose Altuve sitting 224 signs sitting in the outfield. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it'd be – It'll be nice to hopefully see them lose this uh, division and probably get their ass kicked in the playoffs. I mean, the yeah. A's are looking sick. Yes. Uh, yeah. They will they'll get rolling here soon. We'll see how Altuve ends up, but right now it looks like being 5-6 and not knowing the pitches <laughs> is not going well for them. <laughs> All right, um, I got one more loser for you, and it is the New York Yankees. Oh, yeah. Dude. What is going on in the Bronx? I mean, they pay Garrett Cole like three hundred and sixty million to have like a three five plus ERA, and then <laughs> dude, they can't keep their players healthy. Why are Judge Stanton hurt? Why are they hurt every single year? And then like Lemayhew goes down, Glaber's down. They're both back now, but they have so many big time players missing time. What the I fuck? It's, I mean. They got the biggest, pay, I think, biggest payroll in baseball, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know yeah. for sure. And but. it's just like they got all this money, all these players, and they just like can't put it together. And I think part of that's because, like, not part of it, but I don't really like Aaron Boone, honestly. See, I, mean, I, I, I kind of like Aaron Boone. I think he, I think he could uh, do good things. I mean, like, obviously, the struggles are attributed to injuries. Like, mm-hmm. we have no idea what they're doing with. Stan and Judge, Glaber, LeMahieu in there every single day. But we never fucking know that because they're all never in the lineup. Like, not to mention Severino's hurt. I think Chapman went down for a little bit. I could be wrong there. I mean, on paper, they should be really... I mean, they should be leading that division by a ton, you know? Oh, yeah. And they're down six and a half games. So, um, come on, Yankees. Pick it up. Or not, so no and I can win our futures bet. We don't really oh, care. <laughs> so that's our baseball talk. Let's get into a little bit more interesting topics. Um, topic uh, number one we'll start with, managers. Who you who you sitting down and grabbing a beer with? All, like anybody um, all time. All time, I would go Lou Pinella. If you guys haven't seen videos of him getting after umpires, like screaming in their face, I just feel like, Lou would just be like a guy that you could just chill with, you know, get a little tipsy and just, I don't know, you just, you go back and forth, argue about stupid shit, and it would just be a good time. Yeah, and if the Reds or Cubs are losing, he might throw a beer at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're spitting your drink if you say something wrong. I wasn't born yet, but I I wish I would have seen him, like, managing some of those, like, fight or, you know, those arguments and stuff. Like, at a game, that would have been sick. Yeah. Dude, I think Ozzy Ginn would be would be sweet. Here's why Ozzy Ginn would be sweet. First off, he's just a like baseball hard ass, and I know like you non baseball fans are gonna come at us and be like, "Yeah, you can't be a hard ass." But whatever. Ozzy Ginn was tough. He, oh, yeah. Well, he first so off, tough. but first off, I think that Ozzy Ginn could just give you like an incredible baseball like conversation, mm-hmm. like. He yeah. would be he would be my pick to sit down and have a beer with because yeah I mean, I mean that's he's what, just he's just the epitome of a baseball guy oh yeah and I mean you you listeners like know like some people like don't know baseball and it's like pretty frustrating talking with them sometimes I mean two guys that really understand baseball and know, know the ins and outs of it just watching any game you know just on TV it's like wow it's just like 
<laughs> it's, it's just something it's, else. Yeah. So, I dude, I think I'd go with Lupinella too. Honestly, he'd be my he'd be my top one. <laughs> yeah, he's he's something. He's crazy, but I feel like I would love him. <laughs> um, if you want to let us know who you'd like to have a beer with, uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at the Two Bagger Pod. Uh, tweet us out your picks for uh, best manager to have a beer with, and uh, we may debate him with you a little bit. The second topic we're going to get into is baseball clout, baseball swag, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Who is the most? I would say this season, I think Clint Frazier. I mean... Clint Frazier. Yeah. Yankees, he's doing pretty well. I mean, he's... I don't know. He just got that, like... He's just got that hit factor. And he's just, like... I mean, it kind of looks stupid as hell that he's wearing a mask out in right field. But I don't know. It looks swag. At first, I was like, this is weird. But then I was like, all right, I can go for this. Dude, yeah, it works for him. It definitely works yeah. for him. And dude, I think he was wearing that out there in the Bronx uh, before COVID at last season. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just a swaggy guy. He's young. He's got he's got a lot of potential. I think the Yankees dude, would be glad to have him. He literally sits in AAA, like, for half the season, and then the Yankees just call him up, and he just decides to hit, like, what, like 280 and, yeah. like, OPS, like, over 800. Yeah. He's balling out. Good for him. Um, my pick for most clout would be, um, I mean, we already mentioned Tatis earlier. He he's just got a ton oh, of it, yeah. so we won't go too deep into him. Uh, not to harp on the Reds uh, too much, but Trevor Bauer. Okay. Trevor Bauer just like, I I feel he just owns baseball. Like, oh, yeah. Why is, why is Trevor yeah. Bauer not the face of baseball right now? He's trying to be. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. It goes from him throwing a ball over the center field wall to them him just pimping a send it shirt after he just like what did he throw seven shut that game? Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, and he comes back with the free Joe Kelly cleats. <laughs> yeah, he's just good old Manfred's like get off the uh, you know get off the mound with those. So he's like, all right, whatever. I think he got roughed up a little bit that game, but dude's yeah. been balling. Yeah, he's been balling. It's just like, I think that, I mean, just with all sports, some guys can get away with, like, no swag, but, I mean, that when you have that swagger, when you, like, you know, you got the scented shirt, you got the wristband, you got the tape, it just kind of, like, it kind of, you know, gives you more confidence, especially. When oh, you're yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, any other, uh, you know... Swaggy players out there? Um, I, I mean, those, those really hit home for me, but I, I don't know about you. What do you think? Dude, Bryce Harper is going off this year, too. He's definitely having a little bounce-back season. Dude, oh, yeah. his hair is, like, it's long as fuck. I know. He's, he's got, I mean, he's rocking lettuce out of that hat 24-7. He's backing it up this year, finally. Dude, yeah, that... I mean, he's just playing, like, super – you know, we, we always knew that he had the potential and stuff like that, and people compare him to Mike Trout, and it's like – I mean, Mike Trout's like – he's going to be the best player maybe of all time, so it's like <laughs> – It's kind of tough to compare yeah, him to Mike Trout. So it's, yeah, I mean, like, Harper's still really, really, really good. Dude, wasn't it funny back when Harper won his MVP and people were like, Harper or Trout? Like mm-hmm. – is that ever even a discussion at this point? No. I mean, 
Bryce Harper's great. He's a great player. Like yeah, he's, he's all great. He's like I mean he's like let's see how his career goes. Like he might end up in the Hall of Fame, but like Trout, I feel like is probably a lock at this point. Probably. <laughs> Trout yeah. is Trout is gonna be a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer, no doubt oh, in my yeah. mind. Yeah, so that is about all that we have for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in. Please spread the word. Again, please follow at the Two Bagger Pod and at Crown Sports uh, Media on Twitter. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. We'd also love to hear your feedback. DM us. We will we'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can. Next week, we will be back with new content, maybe thinking about the top three pitches in the MLB, our favorite beers, or at least some that we're going to try, and uh, maybe what MLB player would you uh, like to have as a brother? So we'll we'll get to those next week. But uh, thanks for thanks for listening, guys. We'll yeah, talk to you for soon. Tuning in.